millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Episode 115 of See You Next Wednesday, a weekly pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on Wednesday, May 28th, 2014, and my name is Dan Gorman. Professor, without knowing precisely what the danger is, would you say it's time for our viewers to crack each other's heads open and feast on the goo inside? (laughs) (laughs) My name is Casey Lyons, and I gotta go, Mo. My wiener kids are looking at me. (laughs) I'm Greg Legro, and the world is a rock that's spinning so fast, it'll give you Jim Jams. Oh, oh yeah. you went lyric that time. I did. Dan and I both weirdly went Simpsons, yeah, no. and you went Frank Black lyric. <laughs> My damn right. wiener kids are going. <laughs> that's great. Yeah. Um, we got tons of stuff to talk about this episode. Two yep. of us went and saw X-Men Days of Future Past. One of us had to go see Blended. One of us got Blended. Oh, you, you've been Blended. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Is that your final answer? And then we're going to roll for movies next week before playing 90210 Yeah Relay, where we are watching the episodes of the first season of 90210 in in, uh, Relay. I watched one this week, and then we'll go around the table in following weeks, and then we are pitting two TV TV dads against each other in a fight to the death at the end of the episode. Who's fighting? Uh, we've got Al Bundy versus Nick Russo. Yeah, so they're Ted gonna was. they're gonna Ted get was. in the Thunderdome. Ted was. Yeah, I don't like Ted Was's chances. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, he's all Simpsons. Some wonderful hair. Yeah. He, do- he really does. Uh, and I have that. Same you have hair Ted Was hair if you let it go too long. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Um, <laughs> it is the best. You know, it really warms my heart how uh, the public has has really embraced nine zero two one oh yeah corner. Mm-hmm. There's often a lot of chatter. Uh, I know we got Twitter. you got called out for not bre- mentioning. Uh, I know Andrea's subplot in yours. Uh, oh. I feel like I rag on her for being old so often that I'm just like God. Give to her be a fair, rest. I watched She's so old. I went and watched that episode. Oh, and, did you? Yeah, and she is so mean in that episode. She is. Because it's the episode about the uh, the rape helpline. Yeah. And the whole episode, Andrea's just really mad that she's getting all the attention at the helpline, that like people are calling her. Yeah. She's like, ugh, she's getting all the like, hor- like, horrible things that she has to deal with. This is my place. Like, I was like, whoa. What? Yeah. <laughs> you should just be like, hey, let's These all help someone. People ever, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Just the that's worst. what life was like in the early nineties. I guys. remember. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but before we get to those segments, we're gonna do a little uh, chatting off the top. Oh, the itty bitty tidbit committee. Yeah. Yay, uh, Casey! <laughs> always excited. I'm always excited. I'm very yeah. excitable. Um, 
So do we want to talk about news or movies first? News. News. Okay. Well, I wrote down, uh, and I have it loaded up here on the internet, that Edgar yeah. Wright, the news broke recently that he is off Ant-Man. Right. Yeah. He, he departed from the project. There was, uh, I guess they couldn't see eye to eye about it. He still has written it, and I think they are moving forward with Yeah, he and his... Joe Cornish wrote it. Yeah. yeah. They uh, are still basically using that script. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure it'll be rewritten a couple of times. Yeah, yeah. and I saw a lot and, of... Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say I saw a lot of talk on both sides that was pretty true. Like, I mean, how a lot of st- a lot of talk about like, well, Marvel's keeping a pretty tight leash anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, the directors kind of only have so much control. Yeah, Matt it's the Price, whole universe. friend of the show, Matt Price from the Mammo podcast, was, yeah. was saying that like, big deal, a director's yeah. off a Marvel thing. But at the same yeah. time, it was like I still would have be more interested in this if well, it was that, him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, well, it might be something that has a little bit of a different flavor. Mm-hmm. Like uh, when they do bring in these. Uh, I don't know, but directors with personality. Like yeah. It's worked out for them. You yeah. Know? The uh, Avengers actually has a little bit of a different tone than the movie yeah, that came before yeah. it because it was Joss Whedon, and that sort of set the tone then for everything. Yeah, right. And because he wrote it and directed his own script. Right, yeah. right. So, I don't know. That's not necessarily a bad thing. I know I that they've, they've got a really tight working machine right now, and mm-hmm. so Ant-Man, I guess, is a risky property. But, I mean, it looks like they're really letting it kind of fly a bit with Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. But yeah. That's outside of the the big MCU that we're But it is with. peripheral, right? Like, I mean, it, it exists in the same universe, does it? Yeah. Yeah, I imagine they'll try and do it all together. I don't yeah. know. Or they'll have cameos or some shit. Yeah. Yeah, because it's happening at the same time. Do you think that... they'll actually have cameo in the movie? Can't, yeah. Yeah. They'll just show up and go, word up. Would you like to buy my cod piece? <laughs> <laughs> Times are hard right now. I'm selling all my cod pieces. It doesn't fit anymore. They all touched my dick. <laughs> you might want to wash them. Um... Yeah, but so off the hot off the heels of the news of of him leaving is yeah. that he he was attached a couple of years ago to an adaptation of the Night Stalker right. from yeah. the uh, yeah. the the made for TV movie and then eventual series. Yeah, according Starring to the, the uh, amazing Darren McGavin. Yeah, yeah, Kolchak. Yeah, Night Carl Stalker, Kolchak, which is the uh, inspiration for the X Files television show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're a fan of that, Kolchak was the inspiration. Yeah, doing that kind of like Monster of the Week thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think but, that's kind of maybe awesome. Well, that is awesome. I would like to see a Kolchak movie done by because I really love that series. It's super fun. It's I really good. I haven't seen all of it, but I've like just cherry picked some episodes yeah, yeah. on Netflix. It's it, pretty awesome. It's really excellent. Um, but now Johnny Depp is rumored. Yes, atta- attached to lead. Right. When Which, it was previously set up, I don't know right. if that's still set know. in stone. I initially, when you told me that, I was like, ah. Yeah. But then I was like, well, Kolchak's a guy, though. He doesn't have a wacky voice or a silly yeah. well, he does he, costume. Does he have a bird on his head? <laughs> no birds. <laughs> um, uh, I know, I know. He doesn't uh, He doesn't talk like a little baby or a, <laughs> or a drunken British man. Oh. Uh, but so I was like, oh, well, Kolchak's just a guy, and this actually might work then if Johnny Depp's forced to play a person again. To play again, a dude, yeah. Then yeah. I might enjoy him again. Yeah. Um, and Kolchak, well, Kolchak's a great lead because he's he he is solving mysteries and stuff like that. But he's uh, he, he, there's a lot of running and screaming. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah, he's right. like not a he's not super heroic, which makes it kind of great that he just doesn't like suddenly he's like there's vampires. He's like I'm out of here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and would be would that would be a great way of uh, humanizing Johnny Depp. In yeah, a way nobody's right? done in a long time. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So that I, could be okay. I yeah. could be interested in that. Yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. If you've never watched Kolchak, I think it's on a, a wide variety of the Netflix regions. So. Check it out. It's a really nice, light, fun TV show from the 70s. Really mm. good. 
Yeah. Um, also, I have up here that the uh, Gareth Edwards just taught off the success of Godzilla, huge moneymaker attached to do a Star Wars uh, sort of standalone, yeah, one of the, standalone one of the side films, yeah. origins movies. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I don't want. No, I, I, I mean Disney wants them for well, sure. Yeah, but of I mean, yeah. I, I feel like there's going to be a lot of people who don't like them. Yeah. Uh, just based on it, it, just seems like such a cash grab, and it's just too much. Like, just leave it alone. It I is. Want. You know, a Boba Fett movie in the middle. Yeah, and they're distracting. They they ruin a. I don't know. I don't. I don't want. Well, it. <laughs> yeah, it but it seems like your prize for like, oh, you made a lot of money things. for us. Here's your Star Wars movie. Yeah, yeah. Go be a kid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, this. I feel like the the upcoming Star Wars is so sort of like not risky, but like who knows how that's going to land. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like it could be maybe like the first Star Trek where it was sort of like an okay updation, like update and fun or whatever. Yeah. Or is it going to be like, oh, not this again? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like already planning, be like, we'll make more of them. Like, I can't imagine it being as bad as the. It's guaranteed to make money though, so oh, I guess yeah. they It'll can make a say fucking ton of money. We might as well plan these other movies when this one is inevitably huge box yeah, office. Yeah. Did well, you guys I mean, see that gif of uh of JJ Abrams with what is said to be the first new character from the Star Wars universe? No. Um it's him with it, the the character is basically kind of like a puppet. Huh. Like it's uh yeah. so I mean, I don't know. I like I saw that I've got kind of high hopes okay. for like for the way he's going to blend. Obviously, he'll there will be a great deal of CGI, yeah. but how he's going to blend CGI with yeah. practical effects? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, hopefully that's what it is because that was a big problem too. I think with the with the second trilogy was it was so CGI. Just, yeah, I didn't know what the, I was looking at. It at was the time. like it just, uh, language was wrong. It looked wrong. Everything. Well, be, there, there was too much universe. There was too yeah. much, and, and uh, uh, it looked far more like far further in the future than yeah, the then, original. Yeah, yeah, which is really stupid. Just a stupid fucking. But thing no matter how bad it is, they'll make all three because as bad as the, this, the second oh, trilogy sure, was, people were like this is the worst. That's why I'm going to the next one though. I'm yeah. going. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'll see it three times just to make sure it's bad. Yeah. Totally. I don't know. Um, Standalone movies, though. Yeah, who knows? Bullshit. Time. bullshit. Yeah. Uh, I got no time, you guys. I got things to do. I'm an adult. <laughs> like, see, blended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and sit yeah. around in my apartment talking to you jackasses yeah, every right. week. Um, the only other thing that I wrote down was that the director of True Detective, <laughs> sorry, yeah. um, was continuing to move ahead on the idea that he's going to do two feature films about, uh, oh, based off It. Oh, it. it yeah, right, yeah. Right. Stephen King's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So doing two new films that will apparently, from what I read, go to theaters. Yeah. Not well, like sort of I like guess you do the kids. Yeah. And you do the grown ups. Yeah. So. Just, I, I don't honestly, just take I mean, the weird sex out. Don't. Nobody wants to see a bunch of eleven year olds bang. Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> well, let's not say nobody. All right. <laughs> we have Casey. a wide fan. I'm not saying me. I'm saying we have a wide fan base. Yeah. Casey wants it. Yeah. Um. There's got to be a better way to get them. I that don't. Chapter. <laughs> I don't want to see eleven-year-olds have sex in a movie. Just I'm going to put that back there right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. I'm cautiously optimistic. Yeah. Well, yeah. It'll depend on the cast. I mean, he's obviously a good director for an episodic sort of yeah. thing, and this and it's, is episodic. It's a, it's a property its that nature. like is one of those ones. It's like, yeah, let's probably do it right this time. You know, yeah, like yeah, the, yeah. the, the Everyone, original miniseries is it's really bad. bad. It's really it's bad. Fucking terrible. It, but I mean, but it with has, the one saving yeah. grace of Tim Curry. Tim Curry's really good yeah. in it, and his Pennywise looks creepy. And I know a lot of people kind of have like a, a a soft spot for that thing because people are afraid of clowns, and that's like totally. a striking image it's, from your childhood. Yeah. yeah. But listen, it's a piece of shit. It's the worst. <laughs> it's so 
so bad. Yeah, and the, the, yeah. the adults John, John are... John Boy is not believable. Oh, my God. John Boy Walton with his stutter. Stutter, I'm stutter, I've got a speech impediment. Come on, dude. Oh, man. Um, yeah, it's a, and they, those adults are completely outacted by a bunch of amateur kids. <laughs> yeah. Entirely. Definitely. Just like, it's a, that fucking second half when they're all grown up, just a graveyard of who used to be somebody on TV. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah, boy. it's, imbe- the casting itself is all embarrassing. The, a lot yeah. of the Stephen King stuff was like that. When you go watch like the Langoliers or something, not that oh, it any, was any like. Any of his TV miniseries, yeah. they're really bad. Yeah. yeah. And the but, stand has elements that almost make it. But, uh, yeah, M-O-O-N spells terrible miniseries. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there's a little uh, stand joke for you. Yeah. <laughs> you guys like stand jokes? Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, speaking of things I liked, uh-huh. so after your rave reviews of Under the Skin on yeah. our oh, recent yes. Please episode. Please tell me about this. Went and saw Under the Skin. Yeah. Uh, holy crap! That's a pretty amazing movie. Yeah, um, I liked it. Mm-hmm. It's it. I I found it, it's rare to leave a movie where you have felt like a million things, including yeah. like not sure if I like this movie, and then other times like I think this is brilliant, and then yeah. other times I am really frightened, and then yeah. other times I'm confused, and, and other times that's beautiful, and, and that's yeah. really sad. Absolutely. Oh my god, the second half of that movie is sad. <laughs> yeah, really um, sad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and just really, really interesting, awesome movie. Yeah. Just fucking when there there's one part that was just so scary, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and and light spoilers. I won't like spoil anything yeah. huge, but there's a moment where somebody is floating underwater, yes. and something happens to him that oh, yeah. kind Boy. of assume something's going to happen, yeah. and then when it does, there's a noise, and I jumped, and I then did too. Was, <laughs> everybody in the theater did, and yeah. then also like I had my like my mouth was like a gape, just like what? like, <laughs> and then you you watch that sort of shot for another minute, and yeah. you're just like, uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> what? <laughs> Like just, just was unsettling. Yeah, <laughs> what a movie! Um, so good. Yeah, yeah, I really, really liked it. And the soundtrack's incredible. Mm-hmm. It really is, isn't yeah. it? Just a, a, a treat. Yeah, yeah and it- and the way that the soundtrack goes, because I mean, it is it is a pretty weird, noisy soundtrack, but yeah. it, it does also kind of adapt itself to some things that happen. But, in but the, it's not in the other uh, half of the film. non-specific. Like it is noisy, but there are it, there are themes yeah. to what's going the, on uh, that, and repetitive tones that happen, and yeah. it's really like, like can put you in the mood of yeah. what's going on. The theme that happens when they're in that darkness oh, man. Uh, thing is. Like it it fully makes you feel scared and alone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, somehow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, really amazing, stunning. Yeah, super good movie. Mm -hmm. Really dark stuff going on with uh, the great movies this year. You guys have got to see Enemy. Yeah, I mean, we tried to pissing me off, but it's not in theaters anymore. (laughs) So sick of this. Watch that movie. (laughs) Just fucking. Well, now it's gonna hit DVD or whatever, and we'll we'll hit it. When it hits the yeah, 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 digital yeah, yeah. video, just disc. like you guys watch The Gray, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, that is a movie that I've put off for years. I've watched, I've watched yeah. like ten minutes of it a couple of times, uh, and every time minutes? I'm just like, uh, no, it, it's not, and it's not that it's bad. It's just that I'm always like not in the mood. I got, I got other things. I could watch Bob's Burgers again. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna watch no. that eventually. Yeah, yeah, sure, I will. Okay, I t- I <laughs> just t- like I'll watch Breaking Bad someday. Uh-huh. <laughs> Um, yeah. uh, well, I, I I watched a movie. Oh, what'd you watch? I watched RoboCop. Oh, God. Oh. I did. Oh, what man. Did for the listeners, the RoboCop remake. David yeah, from Drink Along is so happy right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I watched RoboCop last night. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> Let's see. Okay. Uh, well, this is what I thought about RoboCop. The remake. The remake. Uh, I'm an enormous fan of the 1987. Yep. Uh, which everyone is, but I'm, an normal size I'm an enormous fan of yeah. it. Yeah. I'm very large in my fandom. Um uh, so I tried really hard not to think about the original and just watch this as a movie and not be swayed by people expecting me to argue with you yeah. for not being really <laughs> hard on this movie yeah. and not be swayed by how much Casey hated it and <laughs> yeah. just try and watch it. And the, the I liked the, the opening and I was like, this is getting a bit of like some of the social commentary yeah. using media and I like that they're doing kind of like a Bill O'Reilly or Fox News yeah, right. angle. I'm like, okay, I'm into this. This isn't fucking terrible. And, and when you get down on the ground with the... Uh, uh, with the ed, the new Eds yeah. and the uh, you know the drones running around controlling shit and America being a bully, I was like, you know what? Maybe this isn't going to be terrible or anything like that. And then Joel Kinnaman shows up, and I'm like, well, somebody should have acted in this movie. <laughs> yeah. He certainly isn't. No. So that was the first problem yeah. I had. And as it went along, okay, it's not shot terribly. Uh, it drops all sense of commentary or using it the media little, until yeah. the very end of the movie, and it doesn't mm. bookend it well. It just is like, remember? Yeah. And I didn't care for that. And then the tone is wrong at the end, too. It misses the mark. Uh, but basically, it was like this, at, at its best, the new RoboCop is like, if I saw a, uh, I mean, obviously, without this, if it ha- didn't have the swearing and, well, there wasn't much violence in it. If it didn't have the swearing, it's like a, a really long pilot. For like a pretty okay RoboCop show, yeah, I can see yeah. that. You know, like uh, following almost human on Fox, yeah, is uh, sort of a RoboCop, yeah, sort of RoboCop, yeah. and yeah. him like have why okay, the, the keeping of the consciousness and stuff like that. So he's like this moody, sad RoboCop is bad, bad, but I don't give a shit. Why did they keep the hand? What is, I was waiting for a reason for there to be a hand because when they start with a little bit of spoiler, they pull him apart so you see what's left. Yeah, which I was sort of interested in because when I watched RoboCop when I was a kid, I'm like, how much of him is inside there? Yeah, yeah. And they that show was you gross and cool. Yeah, so he's just like a set of lungs and like all yeah, the and stuff, like you, a nervous system. Yeah, 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 and his head and stuff, and then the hand is completely disconnected. Yeah, it is not part of him. It's just like they were like. Let's give him a hand. Yeah. <laughs> it's well, a nice fleshy pink hand. My, what my, is that there for? It's I never referenced. And every for... time they strip him down and his hand is floating off to the side, yeah. it's yeah. just It is hilarious. weird, and they do not explain it, but no. I believe because the whole movie is sort of about like using RoboCop as like a PR tool, and the whole mm. movie is about like we need RoboCop not to like fight war- our wars on our streets, but yeah. to be like the face of robots. Right. Yeah. That I think that they would leave a hand on so it's like there's still some human left to him so that when people see him, it's not like completely RoboCop. There's like a hand he can shake people's hands if he's a yeah, PR, yeah. the face he- of... Of this, like, he just technology. looks like a guy who lost his glove. Yeah, uh, it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't really do it for me. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I maybe that's what it is, but I don't. But know. They don't explain it. So. I, no, and 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 I think it, I think it's just so that they can so that they can be like we're different from the original in clever ways. Yeah, yeah. They lost the hand. We, we kept, kept it. Hand. Yeah, yeah. Either Fuck that or you. Joel Kinnaman couldn't handle a gun with a glove on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I didn't like him. I just don't think he could handle the concept of not having his hand. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I didn't like it when he went to black black suit RoboCop. It oh, was just so like, stupid. I don't know what I'm like. And then it, then it got, all the action became very video gamey, which I think might have been intentional. Whether or not it was, it doesn't work. It's not engaging. It's like watching someone else play a video game. Yeah. It's sort of like, well, it's either my turn or I'm leaving. <laughs> I don't really, I don't want to watch you do yeah. this. Uh, and in, this movie is saved, though, by f- having great character actors. 
uh, uh, Jackie Earl Haley is a great actor. He's always fun to watch, even yeah. though his character isn't given anything really much to do. You got Michael yeah. Keaton, who should be in, I think, every movie. Ever. <laughs> yeah. Every movie. Yeah. Uh, He's the best. Gary so Oldman. Good. Gary Oldman, and not I might be wrong, but I don't think I am, but I feel like for a good chunk of this movie, maybe rewatch it and let me know, but I think Gary Oldman's doing a Max Wright impression. <laughs> Willie from Elf. He is totally Willie from Elf in a lot of these scenes. Next time you watch that movie, listen to his voice. He's totally doing Willie from Elf. (laughs) All right, well, that's really weird. No, I I love the movie. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Especially that scene where he smokes crack and fucks a bunch of homeless dudes. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, that is totally so Robocop. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Here's the biggest problem with this movie Uh, there's no bad guy. There isn't a real bad guy. Michael Mm. Keaton's just like. He shows up every once in a yeah. while, but he's he's too much the face of that corporation. Well, yeah, and, and it's all just exposition enough. dialogue anyway, and yeah. like, oh, what's a man, what's a robot, over and over and over. And there isn't a Clarence Boddicker. There isn't a Dick Jones. The Like, the, the guy that he goes to hunt down to solve his own murder gets a little bit of screen time, but really isn't. Varen is that his name? I don't even fucking know. Who gives a shit? Yeah, he's no, not. He's not a character. He's not. Yeah, and he's not integral. No, not at all. So it's just like there is no sense of evil. There is no sense of so. Then, it, then it's just like a little tack on. Oh, it's this. Oh, and the chief was in on it. How about yeah. that? Are we done? Ugh, Jesus. Yeah. It just. It just didn't. It, yeah. It ran. It, I don't know. It was trying so hard to not do the first one that it's completely done itself a disservice in not having any villains. You've got actors that could play villains. If you put a, a Jackie Earl Haley into a Clarence Boddicker kind of role, I think he could probably chew probably, it up. Probably, yeah, you know? he's great. That's why people do theater over and over and over again, because there's all kinds of great actors who can take a run at Iago yeah. or, you know, Hamlet or what. You can see a different actor's approach to these things. Why not have a great character with that kind of great dialogue, you know, and let an, a young actor or a seasoned actor take a run at some of that shit and give you something to think about or something memorable because this is just again it's it's a it's an overlong pilot that's not going to get picked up <laughs> is what it is RoboCop <laughs> <laughs> RoboCop is there yeah. any talk of a RoboCop 2 I went looking for that I'm today not, sure. not that I can see I don't yeah. think anyone really wants one no nope. one wants to make one did it make I don't know yeah, fair enough yeah it made okay money yeah I did know. yeah this is just essentially it's like just slightly it's not it's about as it's about as memorable as the Total Recall remake yeah uh, but with it's less thing. stupid I don't know let's blow up the subway to work climax yeah <laughs> so i'll give it it's a slightly better than uh total recall and mostly than that that it has a better cast yeah for the most part except mm-hmm. for they like remove there's no women to enjoy in this movie the wife is just eh, yeah where's my family, husband why is the family, the family why would there? you take a great character like lewis and like remove like you have a good setup for a female lead to be there but i mean you know the, uh, the actor they've put in there's nothing wrong he's a great actor but there's yeah you know, why squeeze more ladies out of the movies? Like, yeah, fuck yeah, that off. was fuck off, RoboCop. Yeah, no, yeah. that was definitely one of my big issues with it, especially like thought that the whole movie was supposed to be kind of about like also him trying to deal with the losing of his like family and stuff, and yeah. and just that it wasn't it was that was another it was a lot of sort of side plots that could have been interesting had there been more effort put into a lot of stuff. Yeah. 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 And RoboCop needs like his computer system to look at pictures of his kid and find out that he's emotionally distressed. <laughs> it's like, yeah, your kid's freaked out because you're like a dead robot who doesn't come home. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's why my family hates me. Yeah, <laughs> and I know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Anything else? Uh, no, I think that's it on RoboCop. Okay, that's, yeah. that's what I thought. You, you said you saw something else though, right? I did. I what watched this. Watch? Uh, just I don't know. This isn't really 
huge news or anything like that, or a huge thing. To I'm watch. expecting it's huge on, news. It's on Netflix. Oh, so I don't want to hear about it. I needed to kill some time, <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm interested in that. There's this. Uh, uh, it's called Searching for Bill Watterson or something like that. Oh yeah, it's this documentary about Colin and Hobbs. I almost watched that because uh, I remember seeing the trailer for it. Yeah, and then saw, seeing that it was up on Netflix, I was like, oh, I should watch it because yeah, I'm yeah, yeah. huge. Calvin Hobbs. Oh, who yeah. isn't? Calvin yeah. Hobbs is the fucking greatest. And yeah. so I watched it because of that reason. I'm like, oh, right not. And it's just, it's a bummer. Um, not in that, like, okay, if you really like Calvin and Hobbs, everybody does. It's not the hardest thing to watch, but it just isn't about anything. It's like that, uh, ooh, I think we mentioned a couple episodes ago, there's that documentary about John Hughes movies. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the filmmakers went ahead and made it even though they couldn't get John Hughes. Yeah. And this documentary can't get Bill Watterson because he's even more of a recluse yeah. than John Hughes was. Uh, so it's just a bunch of talking heads that you don't know or care about saying, like, Calvin and Hobbes is really good. Yeah, yeah. Like, really good. Anyway, uh, moving on, someone else said, yeah. Calvin and Hobbes is really good. The thing about <laughs> Calvin and Hobbes is really good. So it's 90 minutes of that. The only thing is, like, uh, if people don't know about this, like, if you, if you don't know, here, I'll tell you everything you need to know so you don't have to watch 90 minutes of this. Bill Watterson was really fucking cool because he wouldn't allow any licensing yeah. of merchandise whatsoever yeah. for Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, yeah. Aside because from, like, he thought it would books, rob it like, of its yeah. essence. And right. he's totally fucking right. Except he did love it when Calvin would piss his on the floor. Yeah. Right, yeah. right, right. Well, so yeah, he did allow that. They do talk about that, and it's all unlicensed, and it's illegal and stuff like yeah. that. But there's no, that's why there's no Hobbes dolls and shit like that, which would make a lot of sense. It's a it's a stuffed animal in the yeah. strip. And but he fucking, was like, I would own 12 if I could. Yeah. But he was like, that. it would be damaging to what the story is and how it it works. Instead, it's, I had to go get a real I, It's always how I envisioned it as a comic strip, nothing else, and I will keep it that way. And it's great, and I love that he did that and yeah. stuck to it, and he's the best. And that's why Calvin and Hobbes is the last great comic strip, because the Sunday Funnies are a thing of the past, now his newspapers are dying, mm-hmm. and they're barely in there anyway. So it was the last big one that everyone knows across the board. Yeah. And it, you know, definitely one of the top five all time. Maybe the best ever. Absolutely. Um, all it did for me was like, well, I got to go get new copies of Something Under the Bed is Drooling and Yukon Ho and yeah. Essential and just read those over and over again because they are fucking the most imaginative and yeah, man. There's a, I think there's a sweet box that you can get that just has everyone in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah, I remember like wh- I remember I would have like sleepovers at friends' houses, and they would have the ones that I didn't have. Yeah, yeah. I remember, oh, I remember waking how up. How exciting that was! Yeah, and I remember waking <laughs> up early, like a sleepover, being yeah. like, "I'm going to wake up before everyone else, and I'm going to read their copy of the book I don't have, and I'm going to read yeah, it yeah. all through." Because oh I say, you must be a thrilling house guest, dude! I can't wait to come over. I'm going to read all your books. <laughs> I'm going to read the fuck out of your books. No, yeah, like the next morning. Yeah, the morning I just wake up and read them all. Because just fucking, mm-hmm. holy shit, those comics. And there was just so much in them. All the different, you know, uh, the characters that Calvin had about himself. And the Spaceman Spiff. How, yeah, how easy it would be for them to license so many a different things. A million things, things right? Uh, like, but but it's it's amazing to think that, that, you know, he wouldn't allow that to happen. Because I don't want Calvin or Hobbes to have a voice. No, right? You know? A cartoon like, would be wrong. It yeah. wouldn't fit right. It would yeah. never be right. So, yeah, yeah. good for him. Totally. Yeah, well, I uh, won't watch that then. Yeah, it's not (laughs) really... I mean, if you want to have something on in the background while you play a game on your phone and occasionally look up and go... Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> then watch it. Other than that, it, it is it has nothing to say other than a lot of people really like Calvin and Hobbes, and they're and they're people you've never heard of, but they'd like you to know <laughs> that they do. So don't watch this. I'm glad I know that they do now. Yeah, yeah. But I won't watch it. And if you're thinking about uh, doing a documentary ever in your life about a very specific subject, and particularly if it's one person's thing, uh, get. 
that person before you make a movie. Yeah. Or start making your movie. <laughs> yeah, I actually I started watching that uh, JD Salinger um a documentary yeah. and and it, it was the same thing it's yeah. like well obviously you're not going to talk to him yeah. uh, you're going to talk to somebody who talked to, who saw, who met him at the mailbox once. yeah right <laughs> like hey, yeah unless you have some sort of like interesting analysis or something about yeah, like yeah, yeah. what his work was saying or what you yeah know, and they like, don't even get into that it's just like yeah it's really like he really tapped into like kids it's like yeah <laughs> i know yeah, I think yeah. That might have well, been I've read it you fucking idiot yeah. <laughs> that's why i'm watching this thing because i thought there might be something more to say <laughs> Oh Apparently man, not. no good, no good. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Cool. Anything else? Cool. I, got, I got nothing. Yeah, I we, think that's. Should yeah, we Robocop, get into? I just got a couple of uh, things. First, I, I do want to say uh, we were talking to our good friends at Champion Lo- uh, of Champion Lover, and they were saying that that uh, they've gotten some downloads from that that say expressly that they came from See You Next Wednesday. Oh, right. Yeah. Um, and I just want to say thanks to whoever to. I thought you were going to say you're welcome, Champion Lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Say, uh, you're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. I expect and, uh, a cut. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, I just think that's really cool. That, yeah. Uh, no. that thanks we to, played. Yeah. I mean, thanks to them for making a fucking killer album. Yeah, but um, somebody some on Facebook, yeah, yeah, blogs all over. Someone the place. on Facebook posted on I think our post of the of the Bandcamp yeah. or their website on the See you Next Wednesday Facebook and said like, oh, thanks for tipping me off to this. Mm. I heard it at the end of the episode. Yeah. So Very like, good. that's awesome. Yeah. 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 Yeah, very Championlover.ca. Cool. Yeah, if thanks you for for sending your love to Champion Lover yeah. via. Mm-hmm. Yeah, thanks for being Champion Lover lovers. Yeah, yes, totally. And go to championlovers.ca if you didn't hear the last episode and get yeah. that album. It's yeah. so good. It's so tons good. of fucking awesome. Like they keep posting new reviews every day from all around the world. Yeah, just yeah. Being, like, amazing. Awesome feedback for this yeah, incredible. Things are album. about to happen real fast, and they're gonna have vinyl. Yeah, which uh, is I need a, to get which of course yeah, like, I think I would have been super pissed. Yeah, well, they, yeah. like, originally they weren't or going July eighteenth, but there. then Jimmy was like, "No, fuck all that noise." Yeah, We're doing it. I yeah. need that for sure. That's the best. Um, and also, I I rewatched something, a couple episodes of something that uh, I don't know if you, have either of you ever seen Alan Gregory? Mm-mm. No, no. Hmm. Have any of our listeners seen Alan Gregory? We'll I wait. feel like I'm the only person who's ever seen the show. Uh-huh. Um, Did you make it? Uh, yeah, I did. <laughs> Written and directed by Casey. By me. Okay. I haven't filmed it or anything. <laughs> okay. Um, no, it's uh, it was a very, very short-lived uh, animated show created by Jonah Hill. Oh, I uh, heard about oh, that, though. About, I remember when that came out, right. I, but I did not see it. Yeah. Um, and I thought it had a lot of promise, but uh, they... They cut it yeah. off, like, but it, it's got some really great voice, t- uh, like talent, like Nat Baxson's on it, uh, Jake Johnson's on it, yeah. Um, and I, I feel like I'm taking crazy pills because I'm the only person <laughs> I know of who has seen this show. Yeah, I don't know of anybody else who even knows about it. So, no. listeners, if you can, like, yeah, just let me know on Twitter or whatever if Someone's you saw it and what it. you thought, because <laughs> I, I don't know anything other than Fox didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. that's all I know. <laughs> Fair enough. And that's yeah. all I got on that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to check it out. I'll check. Yeah, I should check that out, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I yeah. Like, oh, uh, no, I don't want your opinions. Oh, okay. I said listeners. I yeah. wasn't offering one. Uh, oh, okay. I'm gonna watch. <laughs> I was going to. <laughs> Never tell I you. will watch and keep it a secret. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sweet. Well, let's get into Film Roulette, then. Let's okay. go. Oh, oh, oh. 
film related is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good two of us this week went and saw x-men days of future past and one of us lost and had to go see blended but the loser gets to give the winners an album to listen to for the rest of the week last week casey gave us the latest from tori amos and we will review that before rolling for what we will be seeing next week that's how we play uh yep. I were I seem to recall myself saying on the last episode before we went that I was kind of had reached a point where I was lukewarm on Days of Future Past. Yeah. Uh I remember the trailer looked pretty good, but uh feeling a little bit worn down from the superhero movies and uh yeah, I was just kind of like, yeah. I don't know. I was I'm not worn I lo- I'll, I'm I'll never uh, get tired of superhero movies, but I've been tired of this creative team for X-Men. Yeah. So I did I was not That's fair. very enthused to go see this. Yeah. So director Brian Singer's back of X2 um and, you know, and X1. And X. Yeah, and X, <laughs> <laughs> not the not the seminal punk band. <laughs> uh, this yeah. is all different. Mm-hmm. No, uh, so he did one and two, and then he left, and Brian Singer took over. No, no sorry, uh, no. Brett Ratner took over for yeah. three, and Matthew then Matthew Vaughn. Glass. Yeah, now mixing all in. Now back to this. So IMDb describes the plot of this, which is based off the uh, wow. Is it was the original wildly popular the uh, the comic? Uh, it's a just it's just two issues. It's okay. in, it just happened in 1980 in Uncanny X Men, which is probably why it was so uh, jarring too. It was just uh, two issues back to back, where I was like, no, this shit is fucking happening. Yeah. Back when you had to do it, you know, wait for things and month to month, and then you just open it up one day and it's in the future and everyone's fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. jarring. So yeah, just two issues, which is pretty cool. Um, so IMDb says the X Men send Wolverine to the past in a desperate effort to change history and prevent an event that results in doom for both humans and mutants. Yep. Uh, I knew that I had known the cover. Like I'm not a huge comic yeah. guy, but I know the co- cover for me in my mind was kind of a- iconic. In in some sort the of way, the one I, where he's sheltering, where like, yeah, and all the pictures uh, of the, all the pictures the with deceased are apprehended, yeah. X Men, and then this, the the second issue where Wolverine's being melted by a sentinel, yeah, and the awesome splash. In this yeah. issue, everybody <laughs> dies. So good, um, uh, yeah. It is one of the most cherished storylines of all time. It's from the the peak time period of uh, Chris Claremont and John Byrne, who are two of the greatest of all times. What a great team! Uh, and yeah, it just heralded as like this dark fucking bananas thing that X Men did, and really cemented why the X Men were so uh, great throughout the '80s and what they would mold for comic books. Yeah. So it's a really it's a really rich story to draw influence from. I knew they were going to change a bunch. Wolverine's not the one who goes back in time in the comics, but whatever. He's the most popular X Men. Oh, really? So, I didn't know that. Yeah, it's Kitty Pride. Okay, Shadow Cat. She goes back. In time. Um, so all the uh, all the all the people from the pre- previous films come back. Yep. Both both timelines, obviously, because yep. we're dealing with time travel in two different. But but the whole gang on both sides is pretty much back, right? Yep. Um, I don't know. How do you want to talk about this? I because I went into this like I said, pretty not excited. I was like, okay, I'm going to go into it, and I was really surprised. I, I how much I liked this. Yeah, movie. I really liked. I this. thought it was great. I was fucking really yeah. happy with it. Actually, yeah. like there were things about it that didn't work, but it ended, and I was like, that was a lot of fucking. Oh yeah, fun, it's man. not perfect, but I, but, I really man, liked that this oh, movie. What a nice, refreshing thing with a big summer blockbuster yeah. that I fucking had a great time watching. Totally, it was fun. It was fast paced. There were awesome effects in it. And for the amount of stuff going on, it's not confusing confusing ever really no, and even no. as a non which is surprising fan. for like yeah. timeline shit and all these fucking characters in a pace that doesn't slow down it's yeah just fucking pedal to the metal for like two there, hours like there were <laughs> moments where i was like okay i'm not 100 sure who that is and then, yeah, yeah. But, 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 but like it doesn't fucking matter no and it also doesn't treat the audience like it doesn't treat them 
Like like a lot of, I think at the AV Club they mentioned this, so this isn't 100% from my mind, but I know there are a lot of comic book movies where they're like, okay, well, we need to sort of be like, okay, remember, this is the X-Men. Okay, yeah. these are the people that, this is this person, this is yeah, how yeah. they feel, and this is how that guy feels. And But even as someone that maybe needs that sometimes, going into this movie, they're kind of like not treating you like an idiot. They're just yeah, like, yeah. you catch up. We're doing it. Yeah. Like, we're not going to paint. We're not going to sort of like pander to the normal. Lazy assholes. Catch up. Because, like, I think the AV Club described it as like finally embracing the way comics tell stories. Yeah. Because it it does. That's not a bad. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And I was kind of like, that's really true because it is sort of just all over the place. They don't, they don't say, okay, remember, this guy needs to be there tomorrow. Or like, there's not a lot of like expository, just like, you got to telling you what you need to know. Yeah. Yeah. But at the and same time, it's not complicated. To no, no. Follow. And I was, I was really happy that after you know, with all the uh, stuff that is coming from Marvel Studios and all the DC stuff, like Fox and Sony have been kind of like doing their own thing. And yeah. I, this was a kind of a breath of fresh air where it is dealing with deadly serious material. Yeah. But there, it doesn't take itself too seriously. And there are light moments yeah. and some co- comedy in it mixed in. So it's not quite as crazy cartoonish as the Marvel studio stuff. Yeah. And it's not as broody as DC. It's a good it's a good mix. It was a refreshing comic book movie. Yeah. And, and uh, it's weird to say refreshing, but it really was. Like, yeah. Watching it, I was just like, this is what I like about comic book movies. This yeah, is just yeah. a, like a lot of fun. It is really serious, but the relationships are well-defined. You understand, like what's going on and you know like the end game of the movie is really deadly serious because yeah. like everyone is gonna fucking die yeah and everyone is trying to kind of save their own ass in some regards some of the characters yeah. you know there's sort of like double crosses and this and that but like yeah the whole movie is just like this is so fun yeah and cherry on top quicksilver i was just gonna say <laughs> like well, brian singer with X-Men everything you is right had such a cool moment with nightcrawler then it kind of was like the mm-hmm. most memorable thing from the movie other than finally seeing yeah. wolverine do things uh with all the effects of that like spectacle of yeah. nightcrawler using his power and like i don't give a fuck about quicksilver in my the friend comics. was saying that like who gives a shit but that kid from american horror story yeah. his performance is amazing but that there is a quicksilver scene steals the whole movie so yeah for Holy... sure. oh is he the blonde kid from the first season yeah yeah uh, yeah yeah, I, I really didn't like that guy at first, and then, oh, and yeah. then I started He's a good actor. Yeah, he's, he's, yeah, he kills it in this, and yeah, there's the Quicksilver scene was my favorite part of the movie. Yeah, I... I um, You'll know it when, you ha- when it well, happens yeah, when you see it. yeah, there's really only one, like... Because they go, hey, here comes Quicksilver. No, no, he's got a little lead up, and you get yeah, a little background on him and stuff like that. The action scene. Yeah, yeah. His, yeah, his big shining moment. Yeah. Wow. It's great. Yeah. Um, just wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that, that whole scene is just so good. Yep. Um... And I was talking to Matthew Price from Mamo on the way out of a do-over recording, and he said he described it as sort of like the perfect like uh, meeting of uh, actor and performance with the technology because yeah. it is a effects-heavy scene. Oh yeah, when yeah, he yeah. It's, it, he's running around and doing a bunch of stuff, it's slow motion kind of thing, and it's just so it's just so pitched perfectly. I yeah. don't know. It's funny and it's also just like I don't know. It's and just, fascinating and yeah. sort of jaw dropping and it's spectacle. Yeah, yeah it's, it's really. That's the full package of what you want out of a big summer comic Definitely. book fucking movie. It, and as a comic book fan, I was like, right on! You yeah. made a character who, who gives a fuck about Quicksilver. Yeah, my friend Jake <laughs> was like, I hate Quicksilver. Yeah, he was like, he, and well, it was the best he part. He looks so silly in the comics yeah. with his little hairdo. Um, <laughs> yeah, not not a good character. How does but, it uh, feel? How does it feel next to? Because like I was I was kind of wondering if it would feel more like one of the original three. Or more like... It's, um, it's a great cross between First Class and the original. And I think maybe... 
Uh, I don't know. I really like First Class, but this might be the best X-Men movie. Wow. I, for, for me, I mean, I skipped three in First Class. I skipped the what some people say are the best and what some people say are the worst. Yeah. Yeah, I loved X2. But yeah. I think for me that for me of the three that I've seen, I, <laughs> to say that, but I think it's better than X two, and I, I know a lot of people land on that one as the best. But yeah, I, I don't feel like X two is aged well. I haven't revisited it, yet. and it's a little self serious. Um, yeah, and it's got I don't know. There's some stuff about it I don't like. Yeah, but I mean, I say it's not bad. Don't get me wrong. X two is fine if you love it. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, I I thought uh, yeah at least this and first class are what what X Men movies should be for now they can all be a lot better this still yeah. doesn't blow my mind or make me go finally yeah because there's still a lot of stuff that i would love to have incorporated but this is as far as what we're going to have while well, fox owns this which is going to be for fucking ever uh great job yeah i best, think best was, you could have done and also really surprising since it comes from the person that did write last stand it's for, yeah like and wrote like a lot of the x-men stuff that didn't hit the and mark perfectly the other thing i really like about this movie is because it does play with so many different timelines is it doesn't Pretend that X Men Three didn't happen. It yeah. doesn't try and do that, but it corrects a lot of things. Uh. It, it it is essentially it's done a great job of removing X Three from canon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gone now. You don't need it anymore. It's all been washed away. <laughs> Sorry, Brett. Yeah. You know. Well, that was such a fucking weird move. Oh, like we're bring mess. Brett Ratner on. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. and yeah, it's, it's as much fun as it is to shit all over Brett Ratner. It's not entirely his no. fault that X Three was so bad. That's true. Yeah, I think that this movie, um, for for summer blockbusters, I mean, I re- I, so far it's the most fun that I've had, I think, overall. And I think that this movie really makes uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2 look so bad in hindsight. like, And maybe even Winter Soldier. Uh, to some to some degree, because it's just that. yeah, like because I thought both those movies were fine. Like I mean, yeah. I liked Winter Soldier mm-hmm. a lot, and I thought uh, yeah, I really need to see Spider Man was I was what I expected from from that picture. Yeah. But mm-hmm. now that I've seen this, I'm kind of just like yeah, fuck, it's making some movies look real even worse than mm-hmm. they already did. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, the uh, there's a post credit scene that is very brief. Um, and honestly, if you don't really know comics, you're going to be like, I don't know what that was. Yeah. <laughs> it was one of those times where all of a sudden on the internet, there was like a million like, so what did that mean? Yeah. Threads yeah, yeah. going on. And we're, Let's explain. I uh, knew what it was. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> I went to the washroom because I had a lot of pop. Sure. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if you want to stick around. It's, Gorman's platter. It, it is. It looks nice. The bonus scene. And if you know what it is, you'll be like, oh, right on. Yeah, they're fucking going for it. Um, or just look it up on, you know, just Google it. And you'll yeah. Be fine. Which is what I did. Yeah. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Yeah, pretty cool. Like if they're if you're gonna try and because I mean a lot of these actors can't keep doing this. You're gonna have to put a cap on this run yeah. of X Men, and this is the way to do it. There's no where they're heading. If they're doing what I think they're doing is the only way. Like yeah. that's how you got to end this whole fucking thing, and then move on and start over. Sweet. Which I am. I'm, I'm looking forward to the reboot of that. Yeah. <laughs> Although I bet this didn't reinvigorate me, and I had the most. I think it was much uh, more fun with uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine Definitely. this time out, and I was like finally seeing a little bit more of that character of Wolverine, and not just mopey mope mope. Yeah. I don't know who I am. I agree. Piss off. There's that. There. Wolverine does like his claws to a degree. He does have, have a sense of humor. He does let loose. He likes beer. You know. He's like, yeah. Uh, get into it, man. Have a little fun with the fucking <laughs> character. There's levels. Yeah. Anyway, I'll stop yeah, talking. Yeah, really, about really that. happy. 
<laughs> walking out of it, I was just like, what a good afternoon of the movies. Yeah, I yeah. and I can't, I can't wait to see it again. It's a nice, uh, what a fun yeah. movie. Totally. Yeah. Uh, so speaking of an afternoon in the movies, yeah, Casey <laughs> had an afternoon in the movies today. You got I blended. Just, I just spent uh, two hours watching an Adam Sandler. Oh, movie. Uh, 117 minutes, you say? Oh, Jesus! Yeah. <laughs> so blended. Uh, uh, damn. A reteaming of sorts of yeah. of Adam Sandler, Drew Barrymore, and director. This will be their third movie together. Yeah, same director as uh, Fifty First Dates, I believe. Yeah, but I mean, like Frank Caracci or uh, Dennis Dugan or who, like an Adam Sandler movie is an Adam yeah. Sandler movie, yeah, no yeah. matter who the fuck directs it. Um, and this is an Adam Sandler movie. Okay. And you know what? I didn't hate it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's dumb as fuck. Yeah. It's I've, not yeah. for me. Yeah. Um. It's literally like uh, there's a character who like uh, okay so basically what it is is there's Adam Sandler's family <laughs> oh yeah oh no, man surprises no. did any of them know how to eat French onion soup well uh, uh, one of them sure doesn't <laughs> <laughs> women um, am I right it's the woman right I'm yeah, assuming yeah. Uh, yeah women in this movie are too stupid to eat French onion soup um. <laughs> Uh, okay, so it's about these two families, one uh, a widower and, and uh, Drew Barrymore, she's divorced from Joel McHale, who's just a two-dimensional asshole. Right. Uh, which, from what I understand, is Joel McHale, so that's fine. <laughs> um, and uh, they accidentally go to Africa together. And right. then they learn how to become one big happy family. Oh. So literally, we, we called it at one point... Um, uh, I think when we gave this this movie out, like uh, Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore go to Africa for some reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what this movie is. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that going in, you know mm-hmm. that there's going to be a character with a wonky eye because Adam Sandler has a friend with a wonky eye. Mm-hmm. You know Alan Covert's going to show up because uh, yeah. he shows up in everything yeah. and does but, his little thing. I'm Alan Covert. Good night, and I like him. Sure, I, do. I genuinely. Yeah, find some him of, some of the recurring Sandler people I totally enjoy. Yeah, yeah. And they're not all there, but no. uh, who Rob cares? Schneider show up? And... No, no, unfortunately, oh, that's, that's a treat. Yeah, yeah. Um, Thank and, God. And you know, there's a character who uh, uh, Adam Sandler's character has. Well, he assumes the identity of a character who has a of a guy who has a long last name, and of course, there's a character in Africa who can't get the name right. Uh-oh. Okay, he calls him all sorts of different things oh, based boy, on comedy. a Greek name. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, you know, comedy. Yeah, um, he's you're speaking my language here. Jokes. Yeah, he's got uh, three daughters, but he treats them like sons because he likes sports. Oh. One of his daughters' name is Espen. ESPN. Oh God, that's oh. the joke. Oh, God. But he's making movies for a specific sect of people. It's and true. A, and again, like, watching them on on screen together, Drew Barrymore and Adam Sandler, you could tell they genuinely like each other. Mm-hmm. Like, they yeah, genuinely yeah. enjoy who, well, who really, each yeah, other their is. Their chemistry is fine. Like, they were really good in uh, Wedding in, like, Singer 50 together. In, First Dates, The Wedding Singer. Yeah. These yeah, are not the greatest movies. I recall 50 First Dates being one of those movies where, like, the jokes were all really, really stupid, but I remember yeah. watching it being like, well, that was passable romance. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. It's fine. And that's exactly what this is. Like, this is a movie for people who, who are very much into their families and their minivans. Yeah. Um, and because, uh, like, literally, like, 
it's like, oh well, let's have Kevin Nealon come in and do his Kevin Nealon thing. Yeah. I will. I can watch Kevin Nealon do something. Yeah. The best. Fucking yeah. like till the end of time. He's yep. one of the yeah. funniest fucking one of the most underrated, hilarious fucking people. Yep. Um, but he shows up and literally does his like. You remember in uh, uh, Happy Gilmore how he was like the the other golfer and yeah. he does like the the just like yeah, take your time. You yeah. Know, yeah. Do this. He he yeah. just does that thing throughout the. But it works because it's Kevin Nealon. Yeah. Terry Crews shows up and dances around. Hey, fucking hey. I love Terry Crews. Terry Crews can fucking show up for two hours and do his Terry Crews thing, and it's great. Yeah. So he shows up every once in a while. No, no necessity of character right. here, but yeah. who cares? Terry yeah, yeah. Crews shows up yeah. and goes, I'm funny. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I, I got stuck watching a bit of that uh, White Chicks movie a while oh, back. Oh, God, why? Yeah. <clears throat> uh, well, I don't know, some holiday, and it was yeah. on TV when yeah. I was very full of food and napping intermittently sure. while it was on television. And, uh, and uh, yeah, and it's just the most uh, horrendous thing I've ever seen. But Terry Crews is in every other scene, and I was like, hey! Yeah, there he is. <laughs> yeah, and that's what happens in this movie. Yeah. And, uh and uh, so, so yeah, it's just it, it's that. I mean, it's that set piece. Like, you know, we're in Africa. What can go wrong? Crazy things happen in Africa. Rhinos fuck. Uh, oh no. boy! And literally, like you know, they 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 go down to the breakfast buffet and they look over and there's a couple of rhinos fucking. And then some guy in a terrible African accent goes, "You can't see that in New Jersey." I'm like, oh my oh god! Lord. Like it, it totally Listen, is love. Don't is do nice. a oh, rhino. Don't do a rhino He's, sex thing unless it's going to be better than uh, Ace Ventura, you know, coming out yeah. and being birthed by a rhino. Bit, yeah, you know. <laughs> but 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 again, like it, it's this thing of like. If this is a no expectation movie. True. Uh, I had like zero expectation for it, so I, I was like, I don't hate myself for for sitting in this thing. And every once in a while, I laughed. Yeah. Like four times. I didn't laugh. Like it wasn't like a solid. Like oh my god, that's funny. It was like sure. oh fuck me for laughing. But yeah. <laughs> you know, what? like a laugh and then a stifle. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I but, mean, but no. I was like, well, you know what? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, all right. I'm glad you saw it because I certainly didn't want exactly. to. Exactly. Well, nobody wanted somebody. To, no, but this is the thing. Yeah. I don't ever want to see this. But it, it almost kind of made me go like, oh yeah, like fucking Adam Sandler is fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's you know there. We you and I were talking about his. Um, They're all gonna laugh at you album. Yeah, uh, I used to listen to that in high school all the Holy time. Holy shit, God. is that funny? It's really funny. It's it's and it holds up as being it does hilarious. Absolutely. Um. So, but I mean, the, there is if a you great think about it in terms in of that, in he's it's sad mm-hmm. because he doesn't do that anymore. He no. just yeah. does. You know, I don't know. According to Jim, the movie, but uh, <laughs> I think it was called Chuck and Larry. Uh, oh right, yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That's a mean spirited movie. Yeah. That's like a it? uh, like it's it's supposed to be about sort of I think acceptance. Yeah. You know, like yeah. a, a, on the larger scale kind of right. thing, but specifically acceptance of gay people, and it's the most homophobic uh, <laughs> acceptance of gay people I've ever seen <laughs> punched up by alexander payne uh yeah yeah really uh, mm-hmm. i don't think he never that much i didn't see it. that movie yeah um but, i don't know uh, if he got credited or if it was just yeah it was one of those things where he was brought in i think to maybe do some work on the script <laughs> yeah 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 like i i don't know how much he actually yeah. did but this right. uh yeah so the the long and short of it is don't go see this movie okay. because you don't have to yeah. but yeah. if you're forced Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. 
That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. By a couple of a-holes you do a podcast with, (laughs) you might not have the worst time. Yeah, all right. Well, speaking of being forced to do something by an a-hole podcast, uh, (laughs) yes. Co-host. That is a nice segue. Uh, that, that happened to me. Yeah, I had uh, <laughs> an album forced on me uh-huh. by Casey. Yeah, called Unrepentant Geraldines. Oh, I kept on thinking unrelenting uh, yeah. grandmas. Uh, <laughs> unrelenting grandmas. Yeah. <laughs> by Tori uh, Tori Amos. This uh-huh. came out on uh, let's see here May sixteenth. Yeah, May sixteenth. Um, I don't know how to. So I've never listened to any Tori Amos. <clears throat> um. At, I, at any yeah. length, I've had it thrust upon me her music at, at times, in the '90s specifically. Mm-hmm. Not for a long time. I, I kind of thought it was over. I forgot about her a little bit. Oh, it is. Well, yes, but uh, you know, I didn't think I'd ever hear it again. <laughs> yeah. So this is You're 14 yeah. songs. It, yep, it uh, certainly is. Uh, this album is 59 minutes long, so it, about half of blended. It is long. <laughs> yeah. Um, I listened to this album a handful of times yeah. over the course of the week, mostly at work on headphones, and I honestly cannot tell you very much about this album uh-huh. at all. Yeah, it's a bunch of folk, it's acoustic guitar, piano, organ stuff. I, I can uh, tell you some stuff about uh, this album. For me, yeah. <laughs> for for me, I was just like, it was so easy for me to just ignore this album. Yeah, and it's do easy other to. Things. It's really easy to tune out. Yeah. But then when you if you do focus on okay, it, I didn't, it's. So. Uh, it's uh, unrepentantly it? terrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, she does a thing. I, I don't. I do not like Tori Amos. I mm. don't like her songs. I understand that she represents something a little bigger than what yes. her songs are, and that's all well and good. But I hate her songs. So that's what I'm talking about when I think she sucks shit is so that her, her songs <laughs> are the worst. And I really don't like oh. some affectations she has. Yeah. Like in the Can first I... song, America, when you say things like questions oh, and shit she's like that, the all this over-pronunciation and things like, why are you doing that other than for effect of saying, I said it like this? You would Take just... your fucking cheap-ass, weak Kate Bush impersonation and get the fuck out of my headphones. Well, that's essentially <laughs> all she has ever been. Is, yeah. Is just like Low-rent Kate, low Kate Bush. Low-rent yeah. Kate Bush. And now her backing tracks sound like something I'd expect from a, I don't know, a Sheryl Crow record or something? Like this lazy fucking mom rock or something? Yeah. Like, ugh. Sorry, um, moms. <laughs> yeah, sorry, moms sorry. who listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah. Um, I which know. I assume there are a couple. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that we're I don't mean current moms. moms. I think like, you know, what, my, what moms listen to in the late 90s or mid-90s. Yeah. Just yeah. like... This soft shit. I don't know. This is just really boring, but like peppered with this uh, arrogant uh, pronunciation of stuff. Like I don't know how. To, I don't have a good melody lick here, but I'll make it memorable because I'm going to say something <laughs> wacky. Yeah, like that, that's not songwriting. Yeah. Piss off. Oh no, it's it's like she's she is <laughs> built built on affectation. <laughs> yeah, 
Uh, I do really quickly want to say this has been bugging me all week. When I gave you the album, I said something about her being a terrible musician, uh-huh. which I stand by, yeah. and a terrible person. And I listened back to it, and I'm like, well, I don't know her as a person. <laughs> Why did I say that? Yeah, yeah. So I've, I've, I don't know. It's been Corrections really bugging department. me all week. Yeah. Corrections department, I don't know Tori Amos. <laughs> I have no business calling her a horrible person. Yeah. So, um, anyway, uh, yeah. but she can make a terrible album. Yeah, she really can. And I imagine that the, I, I don't... I'm Honestly, I don't really remember. I was so all this affectation took me out of what any of the lyrics were about. So I don't really know what she's talking about in any specific songs. Right. So I can't really even comment on that. It was just well, like it's I, like I get stuck on something. Sorry for like, being what? Geraldine. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah. Well, that sounds like a thing. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I'm never going to enjoy an album that features a song titled "Maids of Elfin Mare." <laughs> Based Whoa. on. Based this, on the this album could have been called <laughs> "Things That Greg's Not Going to Like Songs About." Uh, Based on a woodcut illustration. I wish they had called it. Um, you know, there, just, there they are. There I, they? I brought them uh, up oh. on. Uh, did that? Is that what you pictured in your head when you listened? That's to that what song? I want songs about. So this is just this. There is this song. Is, this album is just one hundred percent not for me. Yeah, in every way. I, I don't like the way she sings. I don't like the way she constructs songs. I don't like the lazy, lazy backing tracks. Yeah, just I mean. To me, yeah, it was just it was a very easily a long, forgettable boring album. And again, yeah, not probably not for me. It was just very like and I don't like the album cover either. No, I don't. I don't get. It doesn't fit the album. It seems what, what? just a I picture her in I front just, of some. I uh, really paint. did not enjoy this experience. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. I was just yeah, like I was saying, just yeah. listen to it at work. It was a bunch of uh, folk stuff, and then I uh, turned it off. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, and if you're a big Tori Amos fan, I'm it got, sorry. Got great, <laughs> but got great I don't reviews. like it. It just, I just don't like it. A minus from uh, it's bad Club. for people to listen to, but I don't like it. Nine and a ten from Pop Matters. Yeah, sure. Yeah, Pop, does Pop does matter. Pop does matter. Seventy-seven overall. On yeah, yeah. People seem to like it. Weird. People yeah. seem to have liked her forever. I've never understood it. It just it doesn't work for me. Yeah, and it didn't. Hey man, again, everything doesn't have to work for everybody. I know it's true, so. and that I accept that in yes. you, and I hope you do in me. <laughs> We had a moment. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful, you yeah. guys. Thanks for that, Casey. I'm glad you, I could facilitate you that. that moment. Through a Dory yeah. Amos yeah. album. Sing your words. Stop saying them funny. Um, That's not songwriting. No. So now we're going to get to Roland. Yeah. No, we, we're not. Oh, no, we're not. We're going to get to an album. Right. Casey's going to give us an album. I am going to give you guys an album, guys. Oh. I'm really excited about oh, this no. album. Yeah, what do you uh, give us? Because originally I, I thought like, uh, you know, like I, I, regardless of whether Blended was going to be good or not, I was like, you know, I, I gave you guys Tori Amos, who's a who's a shitty, you know, represents shitty female songwriter, according to Casey, or, a horrible person, or musician, <laughs> and and just a child rapist. Yeah. Um. But then I was like, well, why don't I give you the other side, like somebody that uh, a female performer that I really admire? Yeah. Because uh, a Dolly Parton has a new album out, and I was like, you know what? I, I'd like to know what a new Dolly Parton. Really? Uh, yeah. And I, I mean, I don't listen to all of Dolly Parton stuff. No. Some of her old kind of country hits are fucking so great. Oh, her great. voice, yeah. her voice is all right. I'm into this. Phenomenal. Did anybody interesting oh, produce it? Oh no, you're not listening to that. Oh, I fucking hate oh, you. What? Because um, I was going to do that, and then I found out somebody else had a new album coming mm, out. Shit. And uh, it's um, it, hey, do you guys remember Power Man Five Thousand? <laughs> <laughs> I do remember Power Man Five Thousand. 
yeah. Uh, Power Man 5000's got a new album coming out. It's called Builders of the Future. And uh, the, the write-up on this, uh, on Power Man 5000, is that they're a comic book hero slash sci-fi-themed yep. industrial metal band. And I'm like, well, that goes flawlessly with the X-Men yeah. thing you guys just reviewed. I remember when their album came out and they had a video on like much music, and I remember the, everybody was always pushing that they were comic book themed and yeah. it was like we are we have made up our own comic mm. book people to be in a band uh, as yeah yeah that's a stupid idea it's <laughs> a stupid idea from watered down rob zombie yeah rob zombie's shittier brother yeah so anyway guys enjoy what's the album called Power Man, it's called builders of the future builders of mm-hmm. the future. okay that's uh, a great name Jeez. it is yeah fucking hell yeah because you so. got to build the future yeah oh. it's not just there yeah somebody's got to do it yeah, yeah. and Why i thought it's power man 5000 <laughs> Well, now we're going to roll. Official roll time. Right. So this week we got three major films opening up in Toronto. Um, Maleficent. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Yeah. A Million Ways to Die in the West. Yeah. And the new Don McKellar film, uh, The Grand Seduction. Oh, right. Which I think looks probably going to be okay, but doesn't really look like something I want to run out and see. Yeah. Sorry. To the people that made that and distributing it, I guess. <laughs> yep. I will see it eventually. I love Don McKellar, one of my favorite Canadian filmmakers. Very yeah, good, for but sure. just very sort of like Taylor Kitsch goes to a town and it's a remake of a French film. Oh, that like, movie! Yeah. I remember being kind of surprised. I was like, "Oh, Don McKellar made that." Now yeah. I'm interested in it. I wasn't before. Yeah, right? yeah, because I was like, "Okay, this is just going to be a movie about how charming oh, Eastern yeah. Canada is." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and but, I'm sure it is charming, but absolutely. Think, but I've seen that movie a couple of times. Yeah, Rare Birds is one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah. they make that movie. That's all. You know, Eastern filmmaking, Canadian Eastern filmmaking is. Yeah. So I think we're gonna, are we going to do uh, winner's choice? Winner's choice for the week. winner. Yeah, yeah. we all have things to of, catch up on. Yeah, you haven't seen a bunch of the. Uh, yeah, I know. I missed out on. I haven't seen Grand Budapest Hotel. So uh, maybe go. I'll end up watching Enemy. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah. You haven't seen Wouldn't Grand Budapest nice? Hotel? No. Oh my God, go see that. So good. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. you should watch Enemy. It's better. Maybe I'll winner's choice, or maybe I'll fucking lose and have to go see some bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Well, what are we? Are we going to pick a million? I ways feel like to it's yeah, a million. That, I, I, I look at the it, poster and I just want to piss on it. I feel like it needs to be t- mentioned. We yeah. We, yeah. Do, we covered Ted. I think we picked Ted as a winner. It, you did. No, I, I didn't see it. It, it was me and you because we were kind of like, I think similar with this movie where it's it's almost like I hate him. I could see there being funny things in this movie, but yeah. I don't think there will be. No, no. And I think we were just Comedy like, well, westerns see. are not really typically a good thing. And I don't I just, know why he's like, okay, now you have all the power. You did the Oscars. Ted was a success. Do anything you want. Comedy western starring yeah. me. Well, uh, well, I feel like he saw um, like Blazing Saddles and was like, oh, I could do that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I mean, I don't think he's remaking Blazing yeah. Saddles, but I, I feel like it's probably just going to be hope a is lust that- in the dust. Yeah, uh, less uh, than the dust. Yeah, uh, and if he Paul doesn't Bartel. have divine, then the whole thing is <laughs> yeah. shot. Yeah, he's no Paul Bartel. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and Paul I think I, I have my, no interest in this fucking. Me movie. either. My hope is that I by, hate his fucking face. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. my hope it's is that by face. tying yeah. himself to a time period, that maybe he can somehow focus jokes like he's in the west he's gonna have to make jokes about the west yeah. like it's not gonna be like and there's michael jackson joke or like you yeah. know what i mean yeah oh oh but i bet i bet he does and i bet it's like oh here comes old-timey peter griffin yeah why is flash in this movie too yeah <laughs> 
And 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 I feel like like the the trailer I saw, the one trailer I saw was basically just him. You know, it's you know, all these people who die, like how easy it is to die in the old mm-hmm. west. And the whole trailer is just him reacting to people dying yeah. in his Seth MacFarlane. Yeah. Oh, Whoa! No. I didn't expect that to happen. Yeah. yeah, me either. That guy really died. Oh no, that guy piano fell on him. Oh yeah, pianos are big. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Uh, so I don't want to see this. Like, what this movie <laughs> All right. Winner's be? choice versus yeah. Million Ways to Die in the West. Roll but, it up. But at the same time, I do love hating him. So maybe you yeah. Know. yeah. Well, case well, four. 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 All right. Where are you All going, right. Gorman? I'm going over here. Yep. What you got there? You got a. I roll four. a four. Oh dear. Mm. If Greg I'll rolls higher or lower, this could decide it. Greg's three. got three. Greg's Son going to see a million, a, a million Ways Down the West. All right. We're and my stroke, is, my stroke is breaking. <laughs> my streak is broke. You broke your stroke? <laughs> I stroke my break. You broke stroke? <laughs> bro, you broke your stroke. Bro, bro. you stroke broke. Son of a bitch. Is your stroke broke? <laughs> Can you check my stroke? I think it broke. I think, I think I broke my stroke, you guys. <laughs> this is, this is getting Let's just keep going. <laughs> I can, I can just do this for a while. Um, No. We shouldn't, no, because I have something to do that way. It may take a while. Oh, and that's yeah. Nine zero two nine zero two one zero. Yeah, relay. Friday, 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 Friday. Nine zero two one. Oh yeah, corner. Well, we were doing it all weird, so no, that was good. Oh, uh, where's my notes? You sounded like the uh, the old sixties Hulk. Uh, uh, theme song. Here's Hulk pelted by Hulk. gamma rays turns into the Hulk. Radio gamma rays. That <laughs> ever loving Hulk. 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 <laughs> I, me and my friends used to go radio gamma rays oh, yeah. all the time. Oh uh, yeah, that's me, the best fucking thing. Yeah, when Gavin, uh, when my roommate Gavin and I lived together, we sang that song all the time. It's so good. Hulk. Hulk. <laughs> radio gamma rays. Okay, so my episode was called Isn't It Romantic? Uh, the next episode after Casey's. So this episode starts um, with uh, Brenda walking up to Brandon, who's cleaning his car. And she's complaining about how there's no winter, and she needs winter oh. to sulk. And the, the fact, the what, what's this episode called? Isn't It Romantic? Oh. Yeah, so Ooh. she's like, hey, Brandon, you're you're washing your car, and it's so hot out, and it's the middle of winter. I I need winter to be sad and depressed and sulk around. So, like, why is there no winter? This weather's really messing with me. At which point, Luke Perry rolls out from under the car and just <laughs> stares at her, just ogles her. And he and uh, uh, she's like, I didn't see you there. <laughs> Have you been there all night? <laughs> <laughs> I've just been waiting for you to say that. <laughs> and he's like, cheeseburgers. He's like, I, I saw you. And I was like, that's weird. Yeah. Like, I saw you from under the car. Are you creeping her from under the car? <laughs> so anyway, then she goes Find up. Find a better hiding spot. She goes up to her room, and they continue to wash the car. And uh, she calls Kelly and has a conversation with her. And while she's l- talking to Kelly about Dylan, she's staring at him from the balcony. This episode just starts with people staring at each other. Um, <laughs> Why do you get all the good ones? She's talking about, like, what's up with Dylan? He's hot, whatever. And Kelly's like. staring at him for four hours. Yeah. What's up with what's him? Up with him? <laughs> He's got a weird nose. <laughs> he looks like he's 40. Uh, <laughs> so they're talking, and then um, Brandon goes inside, and, and the dad comes out and sees Dylan working on the car, and Dylan's all covered in, like, mud and Whose shit. Whose car is this? I is think it... it's Brandon's. Okay. Um, 
But anyway, so Dylan's like, oh, I need to shower from working on this car out in front of your house. My friend's dad. Uh, <laughs> um, so he Care goes to up, join me? Yeah, so he goes up and showers. <laughs> he goes up and showers, at which point Brenda comes in and she's like talking as if it was Brandon and just stumbles right into the washroom. Uh, and see, and and pretty much stumbles right into the shower. Yeah, yeah as she <laughs> like, does with her brother. As she would with her brother. This so is my like, note. Here's this guy that she has a crush on, and she goes, "Oh my god, I didn't know it was the guy I have a crush on. I thought it was my that, naked brother." I literally wrote that note down. <laughs> I was like, "So you would just walk into the washroom while your brother's nude?" <laughs> uh, at which point, uh, Dylan and Brenda have a conversation. They're twins. With- they have the same genitals. <laughs> Both? Male and female? <laughs> yeah. Um, so now Dylan and Brenda have a conversation, and Dylan's like, I hear you're into videotape, <laughs> which I thought was so what? funny. <laughs> I laughed so hard at that. What does that mean? I don't know. And then he's like, so... In 1990. Well, he, he follows it up with saying, have you ever seen Animal Crackers, the Marx Brothers film? She's like, no. And he's like, I don't know. I think she says, yeah, I think I saw it on TV something. He goes... It's great on the big screen. <laughs> so uh, apparently, there's a Marx Brothers Film Festival going on. Oh, nice! So he takes her to the Mark uh, Marx Brothers Film Festival. Uh, Brandon's there. I was assuming this was a date because he's like, "Come on, let's go. We'll see Animal Crackers on the big screen." And then it cuts to them there, and Brandon's there, like with popcorn and stuff. Mm-hmm. Thought it was going to be a date. Apparently not. Were you disappointed? You I was really disappointed. <laughs> well, I mean just wondering it seems weird i'll bring my brother yeah i don't know i thought we'd like (laughs) he wasn't here for this conversation uh, in the shower so (laughs) i don't know why you bring him up is that whole thing happened in the shower in the washroom do you like mark's brothers while i wash my balls yeah (laughs) yeah my Um, balls are filthy from that car so there (laughs) i was using the carburetor with your balls it's thirsty work yeah so they go to the movie, and then uh, Dylan runs into this woman who shows up and is like, hey, Dylan, I haven't seen you in a while. I'm assuming an ex of some sort. And uh, they're like, who was that? And and Dylan's like, I don't know. I forgot her name because he's a womanizer. He's a and then he's like, no, really? She keeps changing her name. And it's like a joke. And he's like, she went from Sarah to this to that. And I was like, okay, guys. What? That's a long, convoluted way to go for a quote-unquote joke. Yeah. Um, so after the movie, they go to Dylan's place, which uh, appa- hotel. apparently is not yeah. a hotel anymore. I think it's like a, somewhere else. They make note that he's not living in the hotel anymore. It's like a different place right and so they they get fries sent over and they're like these taste just like at the hotel what is going on with him ordering fast food they, yeah. they, they he says does he get any cheeseburgers well he says does ever he since he, they get yeah they get cheeseburger and fries <laughs> and then they say this tastes just like the hotel and then he goes it is from the hotel i had the name of the uh, the guy that cooks them over there send him over ever since my dad did something in the business world yeah. and had to move here to this Parte. place. I hope that's what he said. <laughs> yeah. My dad does things in the business world and... <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Cheeseburgers. Something, something, hotel, so, cheeseburgers. <laughs> now, Party. Brenda, Brenda and Kelly are talking now. They're hanging out. Um, and Kelly's telling Brenda about Dylan and how, like, she's got a... 
she she's got to be on point because Dylan doesn't waste time with just hanging out with girls. Uh oh, wink, wink. <laughs> he she, wants a commitment. He wants to bone. <laughs> oh, okay. At which point we're introduced to the subplot that there is a sex education class and. Oh. Uh, Everybody needs to get forms to fill out, and David Silver and his little pal are talking about how they need to get their... Does anybody know this guy's name? David Silver? No, his, his little pal blonde pal. buddy. His little, Just little pal. His little ventriloquist Let's dummy. Let's not ever learn his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, uh, his pal's kind of like, I don't know, my mom's not going to let me get my form signed for this because she doesn't want me learning about it or something. <laughs> And at, and then also the, the <laughs> she, she wants me to learn about it through experimentation with Brian Austin. Yeah, <laughs> ask your friend Brian Austin Green about it. <laughs> Just point to places on your friend Brian yeah. Austin Green so, that you're confused about. <laughs> back to the Walsh's place. Brandon's now sick, and he uh, can't go out with Dylan oh. and Brenda, who I guess we're planning to go to another movie. Oh, yeah. But uh, Brandon's starting to get a little worried about it. He's like, oh, you know, like I can't be there now, and I think sparks are going to fly. Uh, and also, the, the, the parents... Um, are a little bit worried because Dylan's father is apparently unethical from what they've heard in the business world and not around a lot. <laughs> they read Business World magazine. Yeah. So they <laughs> go to they the... They're, they're on their way to the Marx Brothers Festival and uh, I guess they bail on the movie, Bren, uh, Brenda and Dylan, and mm-hmm. they go to his house suite thing that's like not the hotel. But his dad's there. Oh. And his dad's there with all these business bros, and they're all looking at papers going, rah, 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 business, business. Let's be unethical about this. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How can we do this in the most unethical way possible? <laughs> Too ethical. <laughs> Brian, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then Dylan and, and his dad go into the other room, start arguing really, really loudly while uh, Brenda's there, and the business bros are still there, I think, too. And uh, So Brenda's just sitting awkwardly in a room with the business bros while, while they're arguing loudly in the other room, and he didn't he didn't call Dylan, and the world doesn't revolve around you, Dylan, and Dylan's like, did it ever? And then oh. Dylan no, runs out of the room. Uh, grabs a bottle of alcohol and just starts fucking pounding it. Yeah, and, uh, it. and then he's like, I'm out of here. And then Dylan and Brenda go outside and they start arguing. She's like, I'm going to get a taxi. And he's like, oh, no, forget the taxi. And picks up a planter and smashes it. And then he grabs Brenda and she's like, you're scaring me. And he's like, I'm sorry. And it's all no, really. Drive this planter home. Yeah. <laughs> no taxis. I need, I need a ride home. Yeah, well, I hate this planter. Yeah. <laughs> it's really dramatic. And then, uh, and then all of a sudden it gets like more tender. And uh, oh. where'd my notes go here? Uh, he seductively uh, smashes another. <laughs> yeah. Is it is it gonna start? Because this is like the big romance of yes. the show. So he's like he he's like opening up now, and he's like he just gets to me, and I I don't know what I'm supposed to do, and then they just fucking make out. Oh yeah. yeah. So then Dylan drives her Get home, on, dubious because he just pounded a bunch of alcohol. Not a lot, but he got some alcohol in him. Yeah. Uh, For so, TV a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So. On the way home, he's telling her about how he got kicked out of his dad's place, and then now he doesn't talk to his dad for years on end sometimes, and depending on where he's living and all this stuff, and he doesn't want her to tell her brother that he lost his cool. And then they make out more. (laughs) That's kind of pathetic. Yeah. Don't tell your brother that I wasn't cool, because I like it when he thinks I'm cool. (laughs) Hey, man, it's Dylan. It's hard for a 45-year-old man to become friends with 16-year-olds. Yeah. Uh, so now Kelly and Brenda are talking, and uh, Kelly's kind of like, you guys are basically dating now, and you should know more about sex. <laughs> I don't know yep. why. She's just basically like, you got to know more. At this point, we're also seeing more of David Silver and his friend needing a uh, form for the class. 
there's also another side plot with Steve pointing out that whenever the weird teacher needs to talk about sex, he rubs his beard and how weird that is. What? Yeah. He's like, <laughs> check it out. Anytime this teacher talks about sex, he rubs his beard. And then there's these shots of the teacher going like, where, where, where? Like rubbing his beard with music, it's pretty funny. Uh, okay, <laughs> there's seemingly seemingly no point for this uh, subplot. It does not get resolved at all, or come back ever more than once or twice. Uh, so now Brandon, I feel like that Steve's role on the show is he shows up and says something inconsequential, and yeah. everyone goes like, either I like him or I hate him. Yeah, and then he goes. Uh, so now Brandon knows that Brandon didn't go to the movie. Because uh, he he was talking to Dylan and Dylan mentioned it, and now it's pretty clear that they're pretty much dating. And uh, Brandon's worried about it, guys. Oh man, yeah. Oh no, yeah. That guy uh, orders a lot of cheeseburgers. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> now willy nilly. <laughs> yeah. So now Walsh uh, family's having a dinner, and the dad uh, is also uh, seeming to, seems to know now that they're uh, pretty much dating. Does not want her involved with Dylan. Yeah. Gets very controlling. Yeah. Says that she should never see him. Yeah. All that good stuff. Uh, He'll and then, only eat all your cheeseburgers and destroy all your plans. Because he's saying, you know, he's a, <laughs> he's a bad dude. And then so Brenda's like, jump in anytime, Brandon, like, and defend your friend. And when he doesn't, she's like, thanks for dinner. It's been real. <laughs> Which is pretty great. What an idiot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so then dad, the dad says to Brandon, tell your friend to watch his step. And I was like, are you threatening him? Are you going to, like, attack him? Like, watch his step? I might, like, jump out of an alley and shiv yeah. him or something? I'm going to beat up a high school. Yeah. <laughs> so now Brenda's talking to her mom about the form for sex ed, and they have a big, meaningful conversation about how important it is to have it, have sex with the right person and mm-hmm. all this other stuff. And then Brenda's like, all right, well, I'm going to go study at Kelly's. So Brenda goes to Kelly's and uh, is, like, telling Kelly, I'm more into romance, like, in the movies. You know, like movie romance, and Kelly's like, like an animal cracker. Kelly's like, yeah. <laughs> Kelly makes a it's very <laughs> Kelly yeah. makes a very explicit uh, um, reference to abortion uh, at this point, where she's like, "Yeah, what? it won't be romantic when you're like in the hospital getting an abortion or something." And I was like, "Whoa, Kelly!" Yeah. <laughs> so yes, then Kelly's yeah. like, "Well, actually, Kelly does kind of parlay it into like, well, here's condoms if you ever have sex. Like, uh. well, it it seems like she's using it." It seems like it could be like, well, here's condoms, so if you do have sex, you need to use these. It's very important for teenagers to know this. But Kelly kind of pulls it off like, you're going to get fucked, so you better have this because men won't. And it just seems like a weird – she positions it as a weird thing to do because it's like maybe this is a good thing, but again, 90210 is going about it in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's that's Kelly's sort of – like she's just like a callous sort of – Valley girl, or val- I don't know what a valley girl is. Yeah, but, uh, she like she's sort of like amoral. Is that her? Yeah, because it is kind of like okay, well, you know, if if you like, if the dudes at this high school are kind of all assholes or whatever, like maybe you, I don't know. There was something weird about it trying to present something that was a positive thing to learn in a weird way. In a is weird uh, way. Tori Spelling lurking around behind her? No, 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 oh, no. Did Tori? I was going to ask you. uh uh, last week there, Casey. Did Tori Spelling say anything in your episode? Uh, I f- I feel like she did, <laughs> and it was but but I feel like it was much like Steve. I feel like it was like she was like totally Kelly. Yeah, yeah. I think that's that like her thing. Like, yeah. they, they don't know what to do with her yet, other than like, uh, all right, you're you're a spelling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> pretty, pretty much the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So now Brandon you sees got a free ride. Brandon sees Dylan and Brenda sort of like on the schoolyard at lunch, and they're like wrestling around and eating lunch and like being having fun on the pl- and like being coupley. Yeah. And so he's like worried again. Uh, now more sex ed stuff with the teacher, and he's like, 
you can't come to this assembly with a sex expert that we're going to have come in and talk to you. And David, David Silver's friend didn't get his paper signed, so he was like, I'm not going to be able to go to the sex expert presentation. I wanted to rub that guy's beard. Yeah, and, David, <laughs> and uh, David Silver's like, oh, man, you should sneak in anyway or something. Uh, so now... <laughs> Now Brandon, this thing's gonna be dope. Yeah, yeah. Totally. sneak in. They're gonna be talking about sex. <laughs> they might show a wang. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. Brandon tells uh, Dylan that he needs to be nice to his sister in, in this scene. It's kind of like you got to be nice to my sister. She's super nice. Also, she's a virgin, which I thought Whoa. was like, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Oh, jealousy. Yeah. yeah. Is that a challenge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> also, she's a virgin. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, now there's a weird makeover montage with Brenda and Kelly and Tori spelling uh, before she leaves for another Mark's uh, Brothers Film Festival. Although he doesn't show up, though. When she gets there and she waits around, he doesn't show and she's like all he upset about it. He stands her up? Dylan? Yeah, Dylan stands He's her so up. Trouble. So Brandon talks to Brenda about it and she was like, I was ready to sleep with him. I thought it was going to be special. He says that I'm special, and or no, uh, Brandon says that she is special, and uh, she said that she was finally getting close and happy and in sync in a relationship, and then doesn't understand what she did wrong to make him not show up. Mm-hmm. So Brandon goes and approaches Dylan in computer class, which is always hilarious. Uh, he wasn't building a robot. No robots, this time, no. Oh. <laughs> but he's like or something phaser came lasers. up. Unfortunately, not. Oh. No, Dylan was just like something came up. Uh, <laughs> Brandon was like, "How come you don't want to fuck my sister as bad as I do?" Yeah. <laughs> I told you to approach her in the shower where I usually am. <laughs> I set the whole thing up yeah. for you. Yeah. Uh, and the videotape, because I like it. But Dylan's like, it's not her fault. And he's like, why don't you go tell Brenda that? And Dylan seems pretty upset, too. And then so the beardy sex teacher uh, needs somebody now before the presentation to go drive to the airport to pick up the girl, the woman, sorry, that's going to be the presenta- the presenter. To the school. I don't know why he can't. I think he's sick or something. Uh, so then Steve goes. So he gets one of the students to do yeah, it? Yeah. So Steve goes and picks up the sex sex education presenter. And uh, he's like, I'll take you to your hotel room. And he's like totally angling to have sex with this woman. Is she woman. hot? Is that the? Yeah. Sure. It's like the sex teacher. And she's hot. Yeah. yeah. So he's like, <laughs> he's also posing as the teacher. He's like, I'm the teacher. I'm here to pick you up. Not I've been sent by the teacher. So pretty skeezy. Yeah. Kind of awful. Yes. Uh, he's gross. Super gross. <laughs> so he also, he's like, I'll take you out to dinner or something. And she's like, no, I'm going to stay here. And he's like, okay. And he leaves. Oh. Um, so then now Dylan and Brenda are talking. And he's and Brent and Dylan's like I'm not good at this. I feel so terrible about about like not showing up, and I'm so sorry. She's really upset, and she doesn't really forgive him. And he didn't sh- reveals that he didn't show up because he had to help his dad pack to disappear to avoid like fraud charges or something. And then he's like, it's not that I don't care for you. Now I'm now he feels really bad, and and he doesn't want to make her feel bad. And then they make out hardcore. And and uh, I think they're and then they they're at uh, the Walsh house, so they're like on the couch, and I'm like they're about to bone. They're like rolling around. It's it's they're in the dry hump zone, right? Approaching the bone, <laughs> bone zone. zone. <laughs> uh, they're in the dry hump waiting room. Yeah. And then Brenda's dad shows up, and they all kind of like straighten up while he comes in or whatever. And then Dylan goes to leave. He's like, I was just leaving, and the dad's like, I know what was going on here. And then uh, you were just leaving. Yeah. <laughs> I remember I, you just said that. I know the dry bone zone when I see it. <laughs> I invented the dry hump zone. Uh, so then the dad's like, 
he Dylan leaves and the dad's like you don't know anything about Dylan's dad. Dad Dylan's dad's terrible and he must be a lot like his dad. I don't know if he's like worried that Dylan will be fraudulent. <laughs> 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 but they have a big argument and she then they then they her and her dad talk about she's like if I'm ready to have sex with Dylan like I'm not going to sneak around you or whatever. I'm just going to do it right on the couch. Yeah. Right in front, right in front of, of you <laughs> on the kitchen table. <laughs> So now more stuff with David Silver and his friend who can't get in. His yeah. friend doesn't want to sneak in, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Uh, Dylan apologizes to Brandon about the whole situation because I guess Brandon th- uh, Dylan thinks like, I thought you didn't want me to like go hang out with your sister, but I also had this stuff with my dad, so I, I'm coming clean. Yeah, so there's all that. So now we're yeah. in the sex education uh, auditorium presentation right. thing. And uh, the 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 sex ed teacher points out to the beardo Mr. K teacher yep. about Steve from across the room, and Steve's like, "Well, boys will be boys," and has like a chuckle, uh-huh. which is weird because he was fucking deceiving a woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's um, like, "You can skip the chapter on sexual predators." Yeah, <laughs> I got that shit nailed down. Yeah. <laughs> so then the speaker goes up, and the big sort of twist at this point of the episode—I guess it's a twist—but she talks about how. A young man earlier tonight tried to pick me up, referring to Steve. And she's like, I didn't tell the young man what I will have to tell every young man or every man that I meet in my life. That she and has that's AIDS. that she has AIDS. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she talks about how you how you can get it and how you can't get it and that she got it from having unprotected sex and it was her first time and that the man that she got AIDS from ended up dying from the AIDS and that all the students shouldn't have sex because of peer pressure. And that they, if they do, they should use condoms and foam. Uh, and then everybody claps, and Steve goes up to Yay, her. Yay, foam! Yeah, Steve <laughs> goes up to her and apologizes profusely to the speaker, uh, and that he learned his lesson, and that his offer for dinner is still open. But oh, I'm a, he's a nice in guy. a nice way, not in a not in a give not, me your AIDS way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So Dylan, which is a subtle difference, yeah. But so now there is a difference. <laughs> almost yeah. through it, Dylan shows up at the Walsh house, and Dylan and the and uh, the dad talks. They they have a talk, and uh, he talks about how Brenda, how Brenda and Brandon are lucky to have a dad like him, and they sort of bond. Uh, and then he lets Bre- uh, Dylan take Brenda out. He's kind of oh. like, well, now that we've had our little conversation. You can bone my daughter. Go bone yeah, my yeah, daughter. exactly. Now that you think I'm a good dad, yeah, yeah. you can fuck my daughter. That's all I was waiting for. I would have also taken, you are great at Casio keyboards. <laughs> but you, do, you but, went dad. The good yeah. dad thing uh, does it for yeah, me. Yeah, too. Yeah. Have you seen my layup? It's, you know. It's not bad. You do you the, like my haircut? Yeah. I'll let you fuck my son if you like my haircut. Yeah. He's in the shower. He just worked on his car. Um, so Brenda and Brandon, no, sorry, uh, Brenda and Dylan go for a walk, and they go to like this, like what amounts to what I can only assume is makeout point because it sees over the whole town. And they're making out, and she's like, she asks Dylan if he's ever had unprotected sex, and he says not lately, but that he has in the past. And she says that she's very worried after the presentation that they all saw, and he uh, says that. He loves that Brenda thinks about about that. That's what he says. He's like, I love that you think about this stuff. And I was like, yeah, that she thinks. He's, oh, yeah. man, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> and then he, but he also says that he would get a test if she asked him to. And she says, you would do that for me. And he says, I guess it would also be for me. Oh. <sighs> so then she says that she wants to slow down and be Guys, sure of her I just feelings. just something. Yeah. yeah. She wants to be sure of her feelings and that. He 
did I say? Okay, sorry. That oh, uh, she was worried that he would say no about waiting for sex, and yeah. that he said, "I wouldn't say no to that. I'd be nice about that." So don't worry. I'm not just in this, you know, for that. If you have worries about this stuff, I'll get a test and we can take it slow. And then they embrace and it fades to black. Um, so until then, let's have some unprotected cheeseburgers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hotel unprotected cheeseburgers. <laughs> the end. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's how actually the the, the speaker, yeah. that's how she got it. Oh. She ate some unprotected cheeseburgers. Yeah. 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 Watch them. Mm, terrible. Yeah. Um, so arguably... Some dubious things in this episode, yeah. but also overall, the AIDS thing, even though it was handled as a twist, handled better than I yeah. would have expected, yeah. having dealt with the rape issue in the previous one in a yeah. pretty weird way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, overall, just kind of like having that speaker come up and then having Steve actually be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Kind of like I did not expect him to, just, I thought he'd be like, oh, no. He's <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know what I expected. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But, uh, yeah. Well, it is a kind of misguided show. It's all yeah. over the fucking place. I don't know. I'm up next, so mm-hmm. I'm excited to watch something because I feel like it's I feel a- like I didn't even see an episode last time. I had the one where the parents don't want to bang each other. Yeah, yeah. Or mom doesn't want to bang dad because she wants to bang photo- for the photographer guy. Yeah, yeah. Like, fuck off! I don't Was give a shit about this. Huh? No, I just make that yeah, up. Glenn. Yeah, I remember Glenn the photographer. Bag. Yeah, yeah. It's all I can think about. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, we did it. All right. Oh, well, that- Jesus. It seems like they're really they're really hitting the issues. Yep, they are. Well, you know, kids got this is the '90s. You got to know. The more you know about the '90s, yeah. Uh. <laughs> anyway, well, but we got the band in here setting up while I right. told that story. Okay, yeah. so uh, they're really rip. good at doing it. Really silently, yeah. yeah. So take it away. That's, I'm sorry not even, that Greg, I'm not putting in the theme. Sorry that I didn't Greg, do it into uh, the mic. Burped. Yeah, yeah. All Greg right. burped right in the middle of the theme song, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> Great song. Yeah, really nice. Yeah. So what what's going on here in TV Dad Cage Match? Uh, well, every week we make two TV dads murder each other inside Thunderdome. Thunderdome. We will eventually have one TV dad to reign over them all. This week we've got Al Bundy from Married Ooh. with Children going up against Nick Russo from Blossom. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So Al, let's, I'm going to roll some dice and see what weapons they have to uh, defend themselves with inside Thunderdome. So I'm going to roll for Al Bundy. I've rolled a four, which is the uh, oh, that's uh, that is some special power to be deemed upon him. The uh, inflated characteristic. Oh or, yeah, uh, right. Special special insides. <laughs> right. Is that? So so in this one, he really really doesn't want to fuck his wife. <laughs> No peg. It, okay. No peg. Uh, <laughs> all right. Okay. Bawoosh. What do we got here? Uh, Nick Russo, a weapon for him. A one. He gets the whistle. He yeah. is a musician. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. He, I, he's going he's gonna to do something he's gonna with it. need that. What, what, what would you say is the uh, outlining characteristic of Al Bundy that we could... Uh, Lethargic uh, to uh, uh, endow he, him with uh, almost he's very supernatural power. Yeah. Television he's, couch, he's lazy. Yep. Uh, he he hates fucking his wife. Yep. He hates his children. Yep. He loves he that can... he uh, scored what 
four touchdowns in a game for Polk High. Oh, for Polk High, right. Yeah, he likes to put his hand down his crotch a lot. He does like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah, not wrong. Yeah, maybe he puts his hand down his crotch, and uh, what he comes out with, you'll be surprised by. <laughs> maybe it's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah it could be. Uh, he sells shoes, doesn't like that. Yeah, he doesn't uh, like that. He, doesn't he falls like off the roof neighbor. a lot, he doesn't like that. Yeah, he falls off the roof a lot. Quite a bit. He likes to make um, lesbian jokes at his uh, neighbor, who in real life is a lesbian. <laughs> so uh-huh. um, he didn't really like Steve of Stephen Marcy, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, did he didn't like Steve, but he does like Jefferson. Yeah, well, Jefferson will get on get in on schemes with him. Yeah, yeah, because he's more like Al than Steve was. Steve was all like about nature. Yeah, and, and Steve was like a moral. Uh, right, right. Like a, a Jefferson's person. like a schemer. Yeah, yeah. He's like he's like a trophy husband for right. uh, for Marcy. Marcy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did enjoy Steve, but Jefferson was better. He was mm-hmm. better. Yeah. yeah, Ted C. McGinley. What do you yeah, he's do? awesome. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I don't know. I guess we'll maybe. Try and as we go through this, we'll, we'll, uh, his special so the special, his special has, purpose will, will be revealed. <laughs> he has a whistle, right? The Blossom Dad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, Nick Russo from Blossom. I didn't watch a lot of Blossom, but he's yeah single dad. He writes jingles for commercials and shit like that. Yeah, uh, his kids are idiots. Yeah, uh, he's got one daughter who's <laughs> precocious. He's got yeah. one son who's an alcoholic. Yeah, and, and the he's other got one's one son's an yeah. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whoa. 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 Whoa, whoa, girl. Whoa. Yeah. Nothing my love can fix for you, baby. <laughs> You're welcome. Why yeah. Do you have You're that welcome. on deck all the time. All the time. <laughs> it haunts my thoughts. Okay. Well, let's see. We've got these two guys here in Thunderdome. I feel like Nick Russo is going to be very reticent to go. Yeah. How about he's not a small man? No, no, he's not. And he's a former football player. That's right. And uh, Ted Wass is just, uh, like, what does he do for extra money? He plays keyboards in, like, the mall or something. Yeah, yeah, something like that. So I don't, I don't know. know. I feel who's... like he wore a lot of vests on, over T-shirts. There's probably a certain amount of that. A lot of silk <laughs> shirts, I think. Yeah, I think probably. Yeah. I'm not sure yeah. who I think, like, I mean, he's got a, a whistle. Yeah. Bundy's got nothing but his special power yeah. at some point. Yeah. I, I feel like How we need to start. We need to unearth what that is. Well, I feel like Bundy, of the two of them, is probably more ready to fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's a pretty scrappy... Oh, he's got nothing to lose. He yeah, hates yeah. his fucking... He, his wife having... is a dumb bitch who, who can't uh, <laughs> cook. Yep. And there's always cigarette butts in the yep. salad. Yep. I feel like Bundy is probably having some flashbacks to, like... Football games. Yeah, he's yeah. ready I to think have that a, former his, glory. Yeah, the only thing that ever makes him happy is former glory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or so watching I think he's John ready Wayne to movies. have some current glory. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like he could. His special purpose would be like, turn like boom. He's in his Polk High football uniform. Right. He's got the ball. Right. Forearm out. You know the classic like yeah. the Heisman pose. And he's and he's always doing that pose. He's right. all, like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay, I think I, like I think he yeah that's his special purpose as he yeah. becomes. Uh, four touchdown scorer now, Bundy. Yeah, and the football, and he's got all the football gear on now, and he, I think he's going to charge Nick Russo. Yeah. Oh, so he's going to use a straight up. Well, gate. Nick Russo has a whistle, like game yeah. on. Oh man, and that's how you summon it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, okay. I think he just like has a goof. What at the beginning was like, hey, I got a whistle. Yeah, yeah. I am a musician now. Yeah. This may be the last this song whistle. I ever play. Yeah, yeah. Sweet. Yeah, and then. 
Yeah, yeah. So now he's going to charge him. So, yeah, he's got the uh, Al Bundy football charge going on. Yeah. And it is a fact he did actually score these touchdowns. I don't think that was ever debunked on the show where he was, like, made to be a fool about his football past or something no, like that. No, so, that no, was, that was legitimate. Yeah, so we'll take that him as, like, point. he can get moving. And, again, and uh, Ed O'Neill <laughs> is a large man who was a football player as well. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. So I feel like he just—I mean—he's gonna clobber him. Yeah, he's gonna land. Right, he's gonna land it. So yeah, I think he's gonna—he's yeah. pl- gonna plant that shoulder right into the Nick Russo's midsection, plow him into the wall. I, I mean, look, oh at, look at who they're raising. This will be touchdown number one. Yeah. Oh, he's got three to go. <laughs> yeah. So spikes the ball, does a little dance, gets you know the uproarious uh, cheers from the uh, the audience, yeah. and he's got to uh, so pick this, that ball up. At this point, Blossom Dad's a little dazed, right? And yeah. and uh, Al Bundy's now telling him sort of what to do. Like, okay, now you have to go stand here because I just got a touchdown, and he's yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. following <laughs> yeah. along <laughs> as Al Bundy orchestrates sort of right, like a right. pseudo football game. Yeah. 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 Okay. So he like positions him where that down would be or whatever, and then is uh-huh. like, "You stand there now," and he's kind of wobbly, like I don't know what I'm doing because <laughs> yeah. he's got hit in the head. And then but he knows. Bundy but gets... I think I think he knows now that he's like he he's fully in self preservation mode now. Yeah. I think. Yeah. yeah. I think he knows he has to strike. Yeah. Old Ted Waz. Okay. Well, was? Okay. So Te- Al Bundy is running for touchdown yeah. number two. Ted Waz has the whistle. He's about to take the hit. What's he gonna do? What uh, is he? Is he gonna sing him a song? Uh, <laughs> Deke out of the way. Maybe, maybe what he does is on the whistle. He's really a really good musician. He plays the theme song for Blossom while Maya Bialik. No, no, no. At the age she is now, right? Okay. Does her little Blossom dance from the very beginning Re- to distract oh, oh. him? Oh, I thought maybe he'd play the song that Al can't remember. How it goes? Yeah. Oh, and it's uh, go with him. I think that always frustrated me in that in that episode because it's like it's go with him. That's what the song is. Yeah. Nobody. I I don't think that. uh, I don't think that the the blossom dude can can bring somebody else because he doesn't have a special power. Right. right Okay. So I I like that. I like that on the on the whistle he plays a song. Yeah. And it's 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 that and And distract. This is his window. It'll distract Al for a second because he's like, "What is that?" Because that really bugs him. What's on? Oh yeah. Then what does he do though for that window? Uh, Well, he's. I guess he's going to take a swing at him. Because I can't see this. At, <laughs> it's going to be a very ineffectual swing. It's, yeah, he's wearing a football helmet. Yeah, because yeah. I can't see at, at this point with that song introduced, I can't see Al Bundy doing anything but flying into a fit of rage and grabbing him by the collar and being like, you have to tell me what that tell song, me the song is. Yeah, tell yeah. me the song. Oh, yeah, it backfires. It backfires. And he's like, ah. ah, the song, the song. And he's still wearing his, his garb. So, yeah, I feel like at this point, yeah, like a nice murderous rage. Yeah. I think he's whipping Ted Wass by the hair. Right. By each. Ah, whip, like by it, that it, feathered it's, hair. It sort of parts in the middle and yep. kind of feathers off to each side. I think he's grabbing those things like handles and just whipping them to and fro. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think at this point, what do we need to get the other touchdowns? Because I feel like there's no escape. Yeah. Oh, no. He's, no, no. he's done for. I, there's no way I was going to allow Al Bundy to get removed by yeah. Nick Russo. That's not going on. <laughs> All right. So he chokes him in here, uh, you know, uh, an inch of his life and then just acts out the following two touchdowns or three touchdowns he needs to get each time, spiking yeah. the ball and yeah, spiking and Nick they Russo. Yeah, telling him, it's over. You don't have to do but he keeps doing it anyway. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And then I guess on the – celebration of the fourth touchdown he's got to kick the extra point which mm. i guess will be his head uh, off yeah. let's put the football in nick russo's mouth and he's got to kick him in the ball so hard that the ball flies out through the uprights oh followed I... by testicles and eyeballs sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wait for it 
<laughs> testes and eyeballs. Oh, you see you next Wednesday special. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, I I like that. I yeah. like that. There's I'll a certain amount it. of artistry to the extra uh, to the extra point. Yeah, right on. Yeah. Uh-huh. So now ne- next week is a mystery to me because I'm just looking at the names I have written down and I can't remember who these people are. Yeah. So I'm going to look them up while you guys uh, chat amongst yourselves. Uh, sweet. Well, uh, if you'd like to find out who wins the next week after you find out who is fighting, you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C, or you can go to twitter.com slash S-Y-N-W-P-C as well, or go to modernsuperior.com where you can find our our show, our other show, Time Bandits. You can find Drink Along with Dave and Jeremy, yeah. two turntables turn and a bottle, a bottle of wine. wine. Uh, you a can bottle of wine. Wine. Uh, wine. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can also find new episode of Faculty of Horror, and Oops. there are some more do-overs coming up, one there of the, one of which that I will be on uh, oh. for 1985. Fancy. Yeah. That was a good one, and uh, lots of other stuff on there. Fair enough. Yeah. Did okay. I miss any shows? I f- I'm always I don't worried know. that I missed some of the shows. Mm. I can tell you about one of the dads so far. Yeah. I got uh, Chester Tate mm-hmm. from Soap. Okay. Uh, is that Richard Mulligan? It is not. Who is that? He's the head of the family. He's uh, the the rich. But uh, who played him? Uh, 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 what is his damn name? Where's the rest of my information here? Okay. Oh man, that I'm just gonna go and watch a bunch of episodes of Soap because that show was fucking Soap awesome. is the best. Oh my god, what a great show! Okay, so I'll I'll tell you the actor's name in one second. Uh, he is going to be fighting George Owen. I'm not sure who that is either. <laughs> okay. George uh, Robert Mandon. Thank you, yes. Uh, long silence. <laughs> yeah, let's pause the show here. George for a Owen is an ice hockey player. <laughs> oh, all right. Childs? Mr. Belvedere. It's, oh. Uh, it's, uh, oh, it's old Bob Euchre. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Sweet. Should we, we say that clearly out. without <laughs> re-edit this area? <laughs> no, that's all staying in. That's yeah, all really nice know. stuff, yeah. 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 Okay, so we've got Chester Tate from Soap uh, going up against uh, Bob Euchre. Old uh, Soapy Tates. Yep. Yeah. You're joined from Tates. Mr. Belvedere. <laughs> Tatey Soap. Holy moly. Okay, well, that should be interesting. I'm, yep. I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm definitely up for watching episodes of both of those shows. Oh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Soap, because it's one of the better sitcoms that anyone's made. I'm looking forward to saying... Wesley. 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 Uh, I sat on my balls, Wesley. <laughs> 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 on that note, <laughs> see you next Wednesday, Internet. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. Fuck Gene. Uh, Will Smith is the devil? Question mark. <laughs> <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.